What is up? Today we are going to be talking about the Leader in Me movement that has been going on in the education system for quite some time. How it affects our children and how it is a movement that should or should not be used within the school system. That's what's up on the mom notebook. (laughs) going on people today i hope you're having a wonderful day as i am it is jersey b and you are listening to the mom notebook and in this show we talk about different things that moms go through their stories their ups and downs their journey into being a parent and not just about how to be a great mother or father because you can listen to this if you're a father but also we talk about the identity behind the parent we want to know what type of person you want to be besides a mom because when you were born you weren't a mother but you got that identity soon after you got pregnant with your first child so this is what we do on the mom notebook we give stories we swap and today I have a good story for you I am talking about a program called the leader in me which is based on a book by Stephen Convey I might have said that name wrong but it is based on his book and this book talks about the seven habits for highly effective people. Now, what is so great about this program is that it's being implemented in my daughter's school. Why is it a great program? A lot of people might ask because it teaches students that so what if you haven't been able to get straight A's on all your report cards or B's and C's and you're not very good at math that is not the end-all be-all that does not tell you if you're going to be a great person trust me there are a lot of students who work their butts off every day and still only make B's and C's. And although that is not nothing to be upset about because if you worked your behind off, you got what you deserve and you got what you earned. Whether you work it off, your behind off, sorry, whether you work to the bone and get down and do whatever you got to do to to get the best out of life or you just chillax and let everything flow, You get what you put in. And the reason why I feel like the seven habits for a highly effective person is a very great thing to start teaching your child at a young age is because a lot of students have issues with making good grades, especially when you start off in school and you might not be making grades per se you might just be getting a sticker good job bad job Uh, when you're in kindergarten or pre-k you're not really making a 100 you're 
more so getting a sticker, getting a check, you know, getting an X if it's wrong. Um, it's not so much about getting grades, but once you get to the first grade, it gets a little bit real. You start to see that you're getting tests and grades and there is a lot of anxiety anxiety sorry that sets in for a lot of students because they start to worry about whether or not they're doing the right thing because a lot of kids have that mindset when they first um when they first start off maturing about three or four when mom says to do something you're supposed to do it 100% correct and if you do it a little bit wrong you might feel bad about that and so that's why it's kind of hard for a lot of students to get adjusted first and second graders to get adjusted into being in that grading system because it's essentially a ranking system on how well you know the material that you got taught throughout that week or throughout that month and in life that kind of sets in some type of standards for a lot of students who are working into being adults um we have a ranking system in life point blank period of who who meets the top 100 percent and who is down below and is getting the f's in life and we based it on how much you can show and how successful you are but that doesn't necessarily mean you're a good person being a good doer is being nice is being kind most parents they want their children to be kind and nice and give back to the communities they want them to be successful and they want them to be happy and that was basically what this book was based off showing how to be a good person how to have empathy and sympathy and care for other people and they want they've asked they asked a lot of parents about what they needed what they wanted a lot of schools do ask their children you know their children their students parents about what they need and want from their child to take away so they can grow up to be successful adults. How do you want your child to grow up to be? And having the Leader in Me program in these schools allows children to take away not just an educational foundation, but a foundation to be a great leader. Not saying that you have to be the next Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, or Donald Trump, but <laughs> but it is saying that you strive to be a good doer, to be happy, to spread positivity, to spread empathy and compassion and love, to give back to your family, your friends, and your community, to make sure that you are thinking consciously all the time, and to make sure you're spreading good vibes and not worrying about what the next person is doing, because in the end, you know you want to do the best of the best for everybody. You can make straight A's and be, well, a jackass, just being honest. You can. I've known a lot of students who just stressed out about grades, getting straight A's. Hell, I was a student who, once I started actually making good grades, I was stressing out about keeping the good grade, you know, and it makes you kind of an asshole when you think you're better than everyone because you have a grade. When in the end of the day, if you remain humble and 
have your hustle and your grind and become a great person and give back to others and have empathy and compassion, that gives you the whole package and it gives you the rise up on other people. Because let me tell you something, there are times where people get hired, get hired for jobs just based on their personality alone. And they might not even be good at the job. It's just because they're a good person. They're giving, they're compassionate, they're nice, and they're willing to hustle and learn and grind to be the best that they can be to the best of their ability. And that's what makes a great person and a great type of environment for other people to be in. And that's what we need our children to have that great personality, that charisma, but also to be not just shallow charisma, but charisma that leads to them doing great things and being a great doer and seeking opportunities to help other people. And the leader in me allows students to see that and it gives them a foundation alongside with education and having wonderful caring people. This is the opportunity for teachers to take notice and say, hey, you know what? Little Billy might not be great at math, but guess what? He's great at drawing. Or little Sandy might not be great at spelling her words or learning her sight words but guess what she is going to be an awesome special ed teacher because she likes to work with students and and break down things and she's able to teach them about this and that to help them do that or she might be a great painter or she might be a great um dancer remember there are so many different types of intelligence and and geniuses in the in the world that we can't just put genius into one category of academics because remember academics was not always the thing to strive for i mean college is fairly new compared to biblical times there weren't colleges in biblical times you would strive for knowledge you could go different places and learn knowledge but this is a fairly new thing in the world And that's why I think it's important to allow your student, allow your child, allow yourself as a a mother or a father to go ahead and, and understand the seven habits of a highly effective person. Now, number one is very special to me is be proactive. You are in charge. Why is that so important? It's important because a lot of times we don't think about how we're supposed to do the things that we're supposed to do on a daily basis. We just think about a plan, but we don't actually execute. We have to execute. Yes, execution is the name of the game. You really have to be proactive, which means that if you want to lose weight, you're going to have to exercise. If you want to, as far as parents, if you want to be more involved in your child's education so that way they can learn more, go ahead and go to the parent-teacher conferences. Go to the PTO meetings. You know, volunteer, ask questions, Google or go on YouTube and figure out if your kid is, if your child is having a particular learning issue, 
you know, figure out ways to teach them at home some of the things that they are learning in class in a different way. You know, take the time to go to eBay, go on eBay and sorry, not go to eBay, but go on eBay or go to the store and buy those learning tools or even make those tools. Because remember, at the end of the day, you are their first teacher. And as a parent, when you take on your individuality for yourself, when it's just no longer just thinking about mommy, but thinking about yourself, if you have a passion where you want to do that and still be a stay at home mom or go to work, do it, do it. You are in charge of your own destiny. Go ahead and sell stuff on eBay or Etsy or let it go, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, maybe you're into selling artwork or maybe you, you know, go to a lot of yard sales and you want to flip it for a profit or maybe you are into music or maybe you're into wanting to have your own podcast because you know a lot about, you know, creating whatever the case may be you may be good at um telling the difference between all the ninja turtles and you're into that or you're into you know pokemon or you're into tv shows or you know all the different types of trees and you're an expert in or you know how to plant roses whatever the case may be go ahead and be proactive take the initiative Number two on the seven habits for our highly effective person is begin with the end in mind. Begin with the end in mind, which means you need to have a plan. Habit two, like I said, begin with the end in mind. You have to understand how very important it is to think about your macro and your micro journey. And you have to teach your children that same thing by allowing them opportunities to do that. Whether it be they're going to have a big coffee can and they're going to put a bunch of change in it so they can buy a brand new video game or maybe they have a little business where they sell um, My Little Ponies online and they're going to collect all that money and put half of it back into the business and then split the other half as a profit and then that portion they'll put it into something that they like to do besides selling My Little Pony example my little ponies like maybe they're really into you know buying new clothes or maybe they just want to buy more little my little ponies give them that option and as a parent you have to think about the end in mind I started off not thinking about the end in mind but having big glorious dreams I thought about the big dream but I didn't realize that I was literally thinking in the micro and not about the macro what is the long term I thought about some macro long term but you have to start with the macros that will allow you to get to I mean sorry the micros that will get to the macro vision you have to say okay well I want to open my own business and make 
about $1 million a year because I don't want to have to constantly struggle for money. Well, first you have to start off and figure out what kind of business you want to do. Or maybe you want to be a commercial fisher for a living maybe you want to go to all the different tournaments and get paid to go to the tournaments well first you have a have you have to have a foundation you have to have a boat you have to be good at fishing you have to have some side profit so that way you can be endorsed so that way you can enter into these commercial fishing um con- contest i'm not 100% certain how to do that but I know that there are a lot of things that you can do I mean say you want to be a stay-at-home mom and you want to you know have your podcast for a living and you wanted to make a lot of money well you have to have a side hustle to make some some temporary money while you're doing it and you have to execute every day on a podcast even if you don't get listeners do it every day every single day every day maybe two three times a day until you get comfortable change up the topics research what other people are talking about whatever you want to do you have to do it when your child sees you doing it and executing and putting in the work on your passion they will want to do it too number thrizzle number three put first things first work first then play Yes, 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 yes. Work first, then play. It's hard as a parent to teach your 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 child that. And even, you know, as a teacher, when I'm subbing and I'm the substitute teacher in the class, there are a lot of classes where students are accustomed to just playing. Like the other day, I was the computer teacher and Man, let me tell you, them babies want to get on the computer. They want to play. They want to play the games. They want to listen to whatever it is they want to listen to on YouTube. But we had to have a lesson and we had to teach the lesson first. I had to teach the lesson first. And then I had to go ahead and make them do the assignment. And then they got a chance to play. And that's what you need to do in life. Don't think about your my your macro vision as a micro vision because it's not going to happen like that have a 50 year plan not a one day plan to get it all into action have a 50 year plan better yet a 60 year plan because life is longer now you take care of yourself you take care of your health that needs to be a part of your micro and your macro plan so you can think 60 years from now okay this is what i'm gonna do if you're 30 and 60 years past you're still gonna be be kind of young and I know why you I know you're probably saying like 90 is not young man people are living to be 115 okay people are still running people are running the, the marathon at 100 so I mean if you're living to be 115 you're running the marathon at 100 and you're 85 90 bro you got some you got some time you got some time live the moment that you need to live that second if you need to work right now and hustle and grind it out do that first and then play don't spend all your ducats on dumb crap i've done that trust me it doesn't work out 
A part of the work is saving the money. It's a part of the work is putting in the effort. If you don't have the money, you have the time. Put in the hustle, the grind, the work. Teach your child how to do that for their vision. If they want to be a a pianist, if they want to be a guitarist, if they want to be an artist, if they want to be a chef, if they want to be a rapper, if they want to be a professional EA sports video game player, whatever the case may be, please tell your child to put in the work and inspire them to do what they are passionate about but don't give up put in the work day in and day out so you will be happy so you can play later okay that is that is very important number four think win win everyone can win everyone can win Yes, man. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Think win, win. You want everybody to win. I'm thinking about at this moment and kind of chuckle. It kind of, I kind of have a chuckle in my throat because I'm thinking about the time when I was watching the episode on The Office (laughs) where they had a situation where Angela had to, you know what I'm saying? She had to figure out whether she was able to put this poster up of these little babies and Oscar had an issue with it and then Michael was like think win 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 everybody wins I win for giving an excellent presentation I was thinking about that but anywho yes think win win um you have to remember that your child wants to be successful you want to be successful you have to provide them times to do stuff that they want to do. Whether it is soccer practice, baseball practice, play video games, whatever their passion is, allow them to do that. But also allow them to, to try their best at doing their homework or schoolwork. And you as a parent have to force that. And you think about it the same way for yourself. You have to allow yourself time to do whatever it is you're passionate about, but you also have to do what you have to do to pay the bills. Remember that even if you don't succeed the first time, try, try again. And do not think that because your child is not making the best grades, that that's not a winning moment. Because if they're trying their hardest, they're actually in a win-win situation. Trust me, if it's something that you're not passionate about and you're not liking to do, you're not going to do as well as what you would do if you're passionate about it point blank period so think win win always remember that you have to balance your time and your child would have to balance their time as well they have to make sure that they have their educational needs met as and they have to make sure they have their spiritual mental physical needs met, and they also have to make sure that they're being considerate and nice and honest and a good doer and a great person these are all part of the win-win personality and I would say it would be the same um situation for an adult so you as a parent you should think the same way too you can implement these same seven habits number five is seek to understand and then to be understood listen before you talk
it's very important in the school system for your child to understand, to listen before they talk. Seek for understanding before you come out with your explanation. It's very important because I see all the time when I'm subbing in classes where kids will blame other kids about something that they may have started or they don't want to hear what the teacher is saying. They're so quick to to have an excuse for why things are happening or they're so quick to not want to do certain things that are going on in the classroom. And as a parent, we have to teach our children to listen. And then if you have some type of understanding that you want to give to the adult or your friend, then go ahead and pull the trigger on that explanation. Um, And it's the same thing as an adult, I would say, because as an adult, we do that too. Like I've done it a lot where I've opened my mouth before I actually listen. It's best to actually just listen, observe, and then go ahead and think about it, process it, and say something. Like, it's it's a lot of people who are very, very quiet can speak volumes if they were to open their mouth with only a few words. Whereas people who talk all the time can say nothing with their words because they're not giving any value. Make sure that when you're listening, you're listening and you're understanding and comprehending what the value is and what they're saying. And then when you dish out whatever you're going to say, you're giving value. Put that into your child's brain every single day. Now, see, there are two more two more habits but I'm not going to share them with you today I think I will go ahead and share them with you for the next podcast and we will talk about what it is like to really really have an effective plan for allowing your child to be the best they can be within the school system and some things that you may do wrong or you can do right some things that I've done wrong and that I have done right with those last two habits I'll save those last two habits for tomorrow because I feel like they're 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 too good to give away today anywho I'm so glad that you guys listen to the podcast today listen to the mom notebook and I hope and pray that you guys hit me up on Instagram and have a wonderful, wonderful rest of the day. All right, it's Jersey B. Thank you so much. Smooches.